Welcome to the Vet Church Podcast. Vet Church interviews are authentic, sacred, and inspirational. Vet Church is open to anyone who appreciates the sacrifice made by the women and men who put on a uniform and served this great nation. Find out more at vetchurch.com or retiredarmychaplain.com. Hey, Vet Church, how y'all doing? So here we are, another live interview. Um, <laughs> I'm on I'm on the front porch of a fellow by the name of Rick Earls. Of course, y'all can see that from the post. And Rick and I went to high school together. And um, Rick actually introduced me to the Beatles, the White Album. Uh, took me out of, other than that, up to that point, I'd only heard you two. <laughs> and then, you know, after that, with Guns N' Roses and country music and everything else because you uh, opened up the floodgates <laughs> that's nice <laughs> and um although rick was never a veteran he is the son of a veteran um his daddy's got some great stories maybe one day we'll get him up here to do a vet church interview and uh rick has always supported veterans he supported all kinds of events he's been the you've been the road manager for the retired army chaplain band <laughs> For the last couple of years when we do actually play together. <laughs> Although we should play more. I've just been busy. <laughs> but uh so so I wanted to get you on here to talk a little bit. Okay. <laughs> I mean, uh you seen a lot of stuff. You got a lot of children. <laughs> yep. You've taken care of a whole lot of people. Yep. Put people in the right direction. Um care for one of my best friends and, I, and one of your best friends until yep. the day he passed away uh and and you you had this thing you said well, i don't know what we're going to talk about well i don't know either but there's all that <laughs> stuff we could dig into any of it you're you're you've got all i mean you got family members right now in the military yep yep got a my nephew in the army, graduated from West Point. You've done a lot for taking care of veterans. I mean, you're that guy that's it's hard to get you to talk about it because you've done things behind the scenes. I can think of a couple people live within an hour or a, a couple of miles from here right now. Well, that, yep. that you've went out of your way to help out as as they became went through that transition when I was all drugged up. You didn't give up on me. You'd come yep. see me every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, Took care of my, my granddad. Uh-huh. Yeah, you did. You built him. You made a place in the back of your shop for him. Yep. And he was World War Two. He was. He was a World War Two veteran. What What does that have? What kind of impact does that have on you? I mean, because you run a pretty sizable business down here. Um, and you, you've hired people and... And you've, you, you continually work. You may be one of the hardest working people I've ever met. And uh, what what impact? I mean, those other veterans. I mean, you get up and go to work, and you're wearing patriotic stuff. I mean, I just showed up. And you're wearing this patriotic shirt. <laughs> what, yeah, what? it's just it's made me. You know, I mean, I realized the the sacrifice and the. The, the giving that it that it takes that it took that it continually takes 
I remember one time you said to me, yeah. you know, you had kids and we didn't. And, uh, well, we, we got pregnant once and then we lost a child. But you said, uh, man, if I had to be gone as much as you've been gone, I would not have done that. Oh, and yeah. If you had known. Oh, I agree. You, you can't do that with a family. And, and we, man, see, we see how hard it is for families, man. They're falling yep. apart. Yep. That's That's got to be a, a major, major struggle. No doubt. Because that's that's crazy. And it, it, being deployed in a in a way, that's that's really tough. Yep, no doubt. I, I've seen that from friends of mine. That what what have you man, as a civilian watching that go on? Do you feel hopeless sometimes? Well, like you watch them and you go like, man, they don't know who their children are. What do you, I mean, what's well, going on with you about that? I mean. No, nah, I don't feel hopeless about it. I mean, it it just it really it really makes me understand that's a major sacrifice. It is a sacrifice. I mean, cuz I mean, every day you live is that's one more day that you're not going to live. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to be with their life. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. That's right. It's over. That day is gone. So, it's it's hard like you know, we got people in Afghanistan right now. They've been there since 2000, 2000 something, and um, so so we're talking about eighteen something years of war. There's children who are going in the same places their moms and dads mm-hmm. went. Yeah, there is, and and that's the price of freedom. Yeah, that's the price of living in a country where like beautiful farms, like your little farm here. I mean, and and this ain't you know. That's another thing I wanted to talk to you about on this. You've built, you've got a ten acre farm here, mm-hmm. and a lot of veterans will say, you know, one day I'm just going to get this farm. I don't know if they realize how much hard work. Oh yeah, goes into. I mean, you got chickens, you've had goats, pigs, yep. cows. Uh, you had horses. Yeah, I mean, we did. I, I'll tell you yeah, all it's what. It's a lot of work. Like when you say a lot of work, you're talking like four in the morning to sometimes twenty hundred at night, yep. ten, eleven o'clock. Well, you call it's homework. It's you, you get to work at home. So you go to work you in your regular work, job, and then you go and, and then you homework. come home. <laughs> That's, That's right. Oh man. Yep. Yep. And and yep. and you you built this barn, which I think is one of the most beautiful houses <laughs> I've ever seen. But you, it's a barn, right? Yep. Man, I mean, so so all the uh, all the struggle and all it takes to to raise your family, to care for others. If somebody was to say, "Well, man, you could just take the easy way," what would you say to them? There's a lot of people looking for the easy way. Oh yeah, and 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 I mean, no doubt. I, I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of times I've taken the easy way and just kind of, like, you know. I don't know that you've ever taken the easy. What do you mean? Oh, oh, what do you no. mean? Like cut oh, a corner? No. Oh yeah, oh yeah, sure. With with raising the kids and oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. Well, you, you give an going. example. Like you know, like. We got right now. I don't know how many people you see a bunch of owners. I mean, you, you know, where where you don't, you, where you don't in, in really invest your life 
with one of your kids when they when they need you to. You know, because you you're tired or you just you know you just you're a human. That's it. So you you just cut it short and. I should ask you something happened last summer that was big. You want to talk about that online? I don't care. <laughs> well, so so I, I before I went to Afghanistan, I had an opportunity to work in Brook Army Medical Center doing the combat ministry course. And while there, I spent a couple of hours down in the burn center, so I learned about burns. And part of your business deals with a lot of brush. Yeah, and 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 debris from people's yards and their houses, and yeah, yeah. And so you guys piled it up, and you went to burn it, and you. Yep. What happened there exactly? I did flash back and burnt. They said between twenty-eight and thirty-five percent of my body. That's a lot of burns. So. And this arm right here, you want to show everybody? Mm-hmm. And I remember, I remember after you like you went to the. Uh, we went out there to Becky Welch's. The band went to Becky Welch to play in April, which turned out to be a little snowy that day. Oh yeah, oh that's right. And you were still yeah. we- you were still wearing that um, the burn stuff, those mm-hmm. those special clothes. This is the first time I've seen you in jeans and a t-shirt mm. since um because you know I've been on the road for a bit and, you, and you've been busy. And what a is it is it getting to the point where it doesn't hurt all the time? Uh, no, no, it's always gonna hurt. <laughs> always in pain. <laughs> it's always oh, gonna hurt. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, it, what it did is it made it where, like, when I get up in the morning, my yeah. back doesn't hurt anymore. <laughs> no, because because your other my arm hurts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what about your legs? I mean, you they were don't hurt as bad. No, no, they don't. Just the arm. They, I mean, they. Yeah, they don't hurt near as bad. I don't know why. I, I don't I don't understand why. Well, so so like you went. You, I mean, you got burned. I was driving down from Iowa, and somebody called me and said, "Hey, you know, Rick got burned." I, I did that little math thing, and I thought, "Well, crap, that's not good." And you were on your way. You went home for a night. You didn't just go to the hospital. Right no, away. yeah, yeah. That's I not did. who you are. You're not. No. No, I, no, you're I not real keen on going to the hospital, so you just decided oh, this will this will work. Yeah. <laughs> would, going back now, if you were when you knowing you'd been burned and what you know about burns, would you have went to the hospital immediately, or what would you? Yeah. Done? What would you have done? Yeah, I would have. Would you? Yeah. So y'all hear that out there? Yeah. Um, and you know, and it's not always easy because. You're a business owner. You don't have Tricare like I do. And like, and I mean, there's a bunch of vets that don't have nothing. You know, they're. I mean, like, it, here's the crazy thing: we've been at war for all these years, and America doesn't even have an affordable health care system. I know. For and and you run a crew. I mean, you got people that work for you, people, families that depend on you, and and even when you were burnt, I remember I went to see you in the hospital. And um, I get there, and you're like, "Hey, you gotta have ask Laura about something to do with the business." And I'm thinking, "What what are you doing?" But you people depend on you, sure. And um, and even like when we go do shows and stuff on the road, because you'll drive or or you'll mm-hmm. organize the trip. Me and Dan or Sam might drive, whoever's driving. But 
a lot of times, you know, it's always good to have another person on the road with us playing music, and you'll be doing business driving down the road. How does that feel? I mean, you spent your life hoping just for fairness, and there's and it's not fair. No. 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 I mean, it, it, people that get up good work every single day cannot afford real health care. Yeah, that's a... That, that's hard to understand is what that is. It's hard for me to understand, right? I mean, you know, like, when I started this thing up with Vet Church, I decided not to be real political because I can't do anything about it. What I can do right. something about is how you live every day. And when I come across things where I don't understand and it befundles me or be, whatever, it, it boggles my mind that, that here we live in a country where we flush our toilets with potable water. We can't just go down to the emergency room if you're feeling sick. Yeah. And, um, you know, because in Germany, they can go down the the emergency room. Of course, they can't drink no water out of their faucet. <laughs> the two years I lived there, we had to drink cola, Kenner. You'd be sick. <laughs> but, uh, well, you know, what do you do? Yeah. So, so you're a Christian. Yep. Uh, and faith-wise. Um you once made a statement to me. You said, "Man, I'm tired." You said, "I'm I'm so tired of churches not, you know, promising one thing and kind of falling apart. That I'm just sticking where I'm at, and if this one falls apart, then I'm done." Yeah. And and I was to the point where I couldn't yeah. even go back to church, and people kept bugging me, and I still love Jesus. And we start we started up vet church. I remember talking about it with you, and you was kind of like, "Yeah, we'll see what happens." Yeah. And. And I think, don't you think most people are that way? Like, we've seen the business end of church is not a relationship with God. It's 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 a business. It's that, trying oh, to that's keep great. the, the that, that's right. doors open. In. That, that's right. And, and, and that's not what church is. No. A real church is this. It's, it's porch swing. That's, kids yeah. running around, playing some cars at night, um, yep. helping your neighbor out. Yep. Yeah. It, it definitely is. Hey, what's this thing up here you got? Are those railroad ties, man? Yeah. The used, too, it looks like. Yeah, it's me gave them to me. That looks awesome. <laughs> Building a fence. <laughs> it's awesome. Like, it, I, I wish y'all could see this place. It um, It's beautiful. So, Rick, Rick's also a master. You're an artesian. Isn't that the correct word? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, he is. I think an artesian is something that makes something that's useful, and it's artistic. The doors, the stained glass. Yeah. I mean, you have built stained glass. That it's in churches today. It's in people's houses. Just, I mean, have you ever done any in a bar? Nope. Now you know I've been playing in bars a lot, and I've started thinking that in a lot of ways. Bars are like churches. People are there for community. They're there for relationship. Sure. Maybe we ought to get some of your stained glass in a bar. Yeah. I'll tell you a bar I've been enjoying playing is the Florabama. Why don't we get you to do a piece of stained glass in the Florabama? That would be freaking awesome. Yeah, we can look at it. Hey, what's the most expensive door you ever made? I, I know you're not the guy to talk about this stuff, but I love bragging on you. The most expensive door? Yeah, door, like the front door of a house. 
I know you've done some incredible stuff. Yeah, I've done doors for just under ten thousand dollars. <laughs> Did y'all hear that? He like, said he's made doors just under ten thousand dollars. Rick, man, it's just double doors. You are an artesian. Yeah, I mean, well, you're, you're a master <laughs> at it, man. I mean, it's not what you I, do all the time. No, I've, I've built a lot of doors. Yeah. So, so there's, I mean, like, can you give a quick, like, because I remember in high school you were learning how to do glass. Yep. And if, can you give somebody, like, a five-minute, like, if you were going to go, like, because we have veterans out here, we have people out here watching this stuff, part of Vet Church, and they're like, well, I'd like to do something like that. Like, I'd like to make doors, I'd like to make stained glass, or I'd like to run a business like you run. Can you give them, like, a five-minute, like, hey, you need to go, if you want to learn, you start here and go here. You know, can you give them that? Is that a possible thing you ever thought about? It yeah, I, well, I mean, I've never thought of that, but I read a lot of books. I read a lot of books. Uh, after I, after I knew, well, after I kind of knew how to, how to do some of it, I read several books. So you didn't go work for somebody. I worked for somebody for uh, maybe a year, maybe a year, and then I I had a guy that that helped me. That was a he's a real good woodworker. That I was able to I shared a shop with him, and he helped me. He taught me quite a bit. About, so about building with wood but I, I read a lot of books you read yep you got a little bit of help yep and i and think the most important thing is you just did it this is so so before i joined the army you and i had a business going and yeah we were uh i don't know what we were doing but man we were doing a little bit <laughs> all of it it wasn't one thing per se but it was um it was based on that same principle that we didn't know everything that's right we just went and worked. Yep. And then we found somebody to pay us. Yep. And then we came around and we realized we weren't getting paid enough. <laughs> we got more money, you know? I mean, like, but we went and did it. And, um, you know, I think that's been the craziest thing is, you know, you're one of the oldest friends of God. I mean, there, there's a couple other people I'm still in contact with from way, way back in high school. But it's just weird because, you know, we've probably half of our lives is over yep and yeah and i just you know that's one thing that that i've realized for sure um one thing that 21 days in the hospital last year really it had an effect because you really understand that life is like a blade of grass and it is just going to be gone. And Shoots up a little bit of rain. That's it, man. Oh. <laughs> and a little bit of fire and it burns you down. <laughs> man, you scared me so bad. I thought, I thought like, because, you know, we lost Jeremy the summer oh, before. Man, I know. I was like, oh, man, oh yeah. my goodness. I only got like two or three friends left Dude, from, from those days, you know. And Yeah, but it, it, it is. it. And see, that's one thing that 
you know, that I've, I've realized in hindsight, like with my older kids, is that... Do you want to talk just, about your, your family? I mean, you just, you know, you, you realize that you, you've lost time, you know, and it's gone. You can't get it back. How many kids you got? I got seven. One's in college? Or two? No. Two. Two? Two's in college. One just graduated college. She's an incredible nurse out here. She's supposed to take her whatever that test is. So you get a cert- certification. But she's finished the school. Part. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she graduated. I knew she would, man. She's, she's yep. brilliant. Um, Your other son, he's studying as a physicist? No. no. Uh, in Chemical engineer. Chemical engineer, that's yeah. right. That's right. But, I, you know, I always loved it that you had kids. It's, I guess part of it was that I couldn't, you know, and, or we tried and it just didn't happen. And, um, and, I, and I saw it as, like, you were investing in something that was, you know, Kate and I are just, right now we're, we're going, we're going through everything we own and we're sticking it in a small storage <laughs> space and the rest of it's going in a rucksack <laughs> and a guitar case or two and we're going on the road to do more of these and everything else and, and I realized that like without kids like furniture and stuff it doesn't matter that much yeah like my my grandpa's furniture and stuff that he gave me I just called up my brother and said hey man you want this because if you don't yeah yeah I, what's this point in saving him I don't want anybody else and yeah. um and I think I think the telling these stories um what's it Hey Joseph Duffy, it's going pretty well. Um, Joseph Duffy's up there in Chicago. We can get up there and do one of these, man. But but I think without family, and, and that is that is one of the reasons you've built this farm. And, oh yeah, I mean, for your kids' kids. Yeah, it's a it's a strange life is. Life is strange. Life is weird. It is. It is to me. <laughs> me too, man. It's weird. It's... Well, how, how I mean, are we but, sitting here talking to all these people, too? I mean, there's just so many weird things in our life that are going on that it don't make any sense. No. I mean... But it's... You know, definitely... It definitely is a lot easier to deal with knowing that that God is in control of everything. That is a that's a real it's constant. Spe- especially when the shit hits the fan. That's it. I mean, that's, like, that's right. I mean, that's like, that's right. The rest that's of the right. time, it's easy. It's like, I mean, when... Well, the rest of the time, everybody can cope with it. Yeah, I know, you know, because the rest of the time, it's just, you know... Yep. It's good times, but when it's not good times... Yep. I mean, you know, um, yep. somebody was asking me, you know, like, you can't prove it. I'm like, no, I, I can't prove God at all. Like, you know? That's right. But it helps me to cope with what I can't prove. And, and when I look at the frailty and how fast it goes by, man, like, do you remember that skimboard from hell you made? <laughs> I made a couple of them. <laughs> so, so Rick got, he was doing glass stuff, right? Like, he makes stained glass, all kinds of stuff. 
he was making these skim boards and, and glass on them. Mm-hmm. But before you sanded them down, you're like, well, let's just try them out. <laughs> and I remember one of them had a piece of jagged glass like that. And you picked me up in your Mustang. What kind of Mustang was that? You remember? Boy, it was a hot car. I had, I had a 66 Mustang. You picked me up. We went to the beach. You cut your foot <laughs> like that, did you? Yeah, well, yeah. That fiberglass, yeah. Oh my goodness, we, we've had some funny stuff. How about the time you run a chainsaw underneath your arm? Yep. And the nurse, the nurse walked in and she said, "It's not that bad." So we left. <laughs> we did. <laughs> Rick, there's blood all over the place. Rick's like, "Well, it's not that bad. Let's leave." So AMA against what is it? Against medical advice. Mm-hmm. That's when Jeremy stayed with us. Um, so, I, you know, I, I ask you to do that church interview because. Oh boy! Hey, hold it in front of the camera. Oh boy! Don't you stand in front of the camera? Just hold that bird in front of the camera. No, no, over this way. Over this way. Right there. Whoa. We'll Look down here, folks. What are you going to... It's a... That's a blue jay. That's a blue jay. Just like blue jay! Well, what are you going to do Mr. with Rick, it? did you know I shaped million, well, millions of birds? Oh, come sit down. Oh, I actually yeah? did. I had a dive in a pond for one year as a baby. Where, so a big fish was supposed Is the nest... Y'all know where the nest is? Yeah, it's a way... It's a way up in the tree. <laughs> the only way to get to it is where that fork is. <laughs> That's literally like, I don't even know if that'll reach it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, put it in a box and start feeding it. Okay. <laughs> well, I know what it eats. It eats worms. It eats worms. It eats worms. We have to yeah. find a little worm so it can eat it. There you go. Even. Uh, no, I, I think it's mom chews worms up first. So you gotta chew <laughs> one up first and then feed it to them. Or you can just smash it in your hands. <laughs> There we go, folks. The beauty of a farm. Uh, the Earl's, the Earl's farm. Okay, okay. Hey, you know, after uh, after Mom died, you let me play a concert out here. It was pretty fun. That y'all see that picture at night on my webpage? That was taken right over there behind the, yep. by the chicken, by the chickens. You got a greenhouse up there now. Yep. Too bad they won't let you grow any of that medical marijuana in it, Rick. <laughs> I guess you're not. You got to be wealthy to get into that club. <laughs> Didn't the state like pick seven people? <laughs> yeah, they, I don't even know if they pick seven. Oh boy, it's a mess. Yeah, there's corruption at every level. Oh well. <laughs> like you can't do anything. And you know you you do need people to lead the country because I don't want to do it. Yeah. So, corruption or no corruption or whatever you want to say, it's just what it is. But, uh, man, oh man. So, so I, you know, I, I wanted to do this interview because because you've given back so much. And you're not a real talkative person. <laughs> it's not like 600 <laughs> stories here. <laughs> but, uh, but you do care. And um, you believe in God, and, and you're you're a lot like me, you know. 
there's a little bit of jadedness going on with the corporate side of Christianity. Just have a trouble buying into. I mean, you need, you know, it's nice to have a building. It's nice to have a place to go. But when that divides people, when the the rich get richer and the poor stay poor, and then they say, well, in Jesus' name, that's that's when in my book I just started going, that's bullshit, it's bullshit, it's bullshit. It's not true, you know? So, I don't know. What is that? Is that a guinea? Yep. Guinea's walking around. That's a guinea. Oh man. So so uh you slammed with the heat of summer, you guys. We're still, busy. You guys still trimming just about every palm tree between Destin and Panama City? We're pruning a lot of them. <laughs> Good. Let's see are. I'm really glad I joined the army. <laughs> no. Some days I wasn't, but like when it, you know, I tried when I came back to come work with you, and, and I just it, bending over like that, picking mm-hmm. stuff because it's constant work. Mm-hmm. It's a battle, man. It's not easy. Yeah. Well, I sure thank you for coming out here on a vet church interview. I'm glad to do it. Yeah, yep. Glad to help you, and I, and I'm pretty sure. The, the longer this goes, the more I'm going to be able to help you. <laughs> I'm not kidding, dude. The longer it goes, yeah. Because I, because like this, like this coming up year. Yeah. I mean, in the winter, I'm going to be doing less and less. Oh work. no, no, I see what you're I'm saying. Gonna, be I'm on gonna, the road with yes. us. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I am. You know, and it, yeah. that's the thing. Um, that's we, the that's the plan. We went out there and we did. So one of the one that's of the, the big plan. road trips where Rick really got involved was the Becky Welch. Y'all know, many of y'all know that her um, her husband got hit, my, uh, incoming got him in Afghanistan. And I was out my first summer seeing Nick Holder, who may or may not have looked on, I don't know. And, um, hey, Bill Abair, my uncle, says, Life is full of worldly things, but God is good. That's true. And, uh, and, and Nick said to me, hey, Matt, you know, she does this this huge run and everything to bring some recognition of what happened to her husband and what happened to other people. Because folks sometimes don't know. Right. And they would never know if you just met Becky Welch. You'd never know that that she's a gold star wife. Right. And her kids lost their dad. I mean, you just want to know because she didn't, you know, normal, you know, like just, I think she puts on a good face. And, um, And we went out there the first summer and played and it was pretty incredible. Or in April, and then we went last April. Played, we played more than once. One song. I tell you all the story. So we drove all the way there. Got in a what was that? Uh, got in a hail hailstorm. That's right. Size of golf balls. You know, I got destroyed your truck. Four hundred dollars worth of damage to my truck. That's good. Oh, I know. Because because the guy told me, he said, well, he said. He said, it's almost total loss, $2,400. He said, but uh, he said, I don't see any of it cracked down through the gel coat, so you could probably just keep driving it and not fix it. So that's what we've done. And that was $1,800. Of course, it only cost us like $1,000 to drive. Yeah. By the time you call, you put the drums in the back and Dan's trailer with the drums and then all our gear, and we drove out there, and, um, and it was 38 degrees we were setting up. 
It, it was gold. It was, <laughs> and it, the temperature went down. Went it down. didn't go up. It hit 33, yeah. and it started sleeting in the middle of the it, second that song. That was crazy. And, and then that was it, because Dan's drums were soaking wet, and I'd ask you, I'd, I'd turn off the power box. It was like I turned it down, and you were like, okay, so you you pulled that off to the van, because it was going, my 11 right was going to get soaked. And, uh, and then I got in the van, we were a little disappointed, and... And you said, wait a second, guys. If anybody asks, you can say you played more than one song. <laughs> I remember I was, fe- I was feeling somewhere between anger and like disappointment. And then Sam Doswell said, listen, when they did the balloon release yep. and, you know, say goodbye to the, the those who were lost, he said, just to be there for them and knowing that we drove all the way out there was worth it. And we plan on doing it again. So if you're in the BSB or anywhere near Wiley, Texas, what, what's we should name something else. It should be called something else. What's their remember the thing, the slogan? Well, their mascot. Their mascot it should be the Coyotes. It should be. <laughs> they have that straight line wind out there. That's and, it, man. And That's all the telephone line. poles oh, are an angle and leaning. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be there again next April. If Becky, Becky wants us to come. Some of them big name folks bump us off the list, but otherwise, we'll be there to support that. Daddy, mm-hmm. can I go over to Kaylin's house? No, you stay here. So, but yeah, I, I, man, I'd love you to come on the road. Yeah, and if somebody give me this van, if that thing works out, there'll be plenty of places to stay. Yeah. I mean, if it's just me and Kate in a minivan, it might be a little tougher. <laughs> but but there's tons of good events out there. Um, places to play music at, backyard parties. You know, like the one you threw here. That was awesome, man. That was a bunch of people that night. I want to do another one. Up. We've talked about doing yep. another one up here, man. Yep, yep. We have. We should, too. You know. Well... Let me see if anybody else said anything here. It's going good. Hello, Christy Dorothy. Hey, Ray Wager says, enjoy every more moment like it's your every day like it's your last. Got it. There's something to that. Yep. There's something to that. Hey, that guy right there, sure he has a uh, he's retired military. He's a Really nice fishing setup over there in Biloxi. He's invited anybody in Vet Church to come down. He's got a room to stay in. We should go over there and go fishing with nice. him one time, man. man yeah. We both like, and Dan, you know, the drummer. Yeah. Our drummer's got a great, you he know. Does. We, and I haven't been fishing with him really for like two years. Yeah. <laughs> well, first he had his shoulder redone. You know, that kind of messed everything up. But, um, so. Anyway, folks, we just, uh, I think Vet Church, this idea of sharing stories is important. So, Rick, as we're wrapping things up, if you were to think about spirituality and you wanted to say something, what would you say? I would say that
I'd say that God is so powerful and that his plan for the world and for for human beings, for every human being, is it is so infinite and detailed that we as humans even though we're made in the image of God, we're nothing like God. And that that it is just it's something that, that, you know, in the in the world, in the school system that it's I mean, it's taught to be false. It's it's you know What's that? It, What's that, the that false there, there is no God that, you know well, there's obviously there's so, much people who believe there is a God. They just that's right. But there's a lot of disagreement there. Too. There is. There's oh, a lot of disagreement. But it's there's no doubt that that when it comes down to it, you you've got to hold on to something. Something's. I mean, something's got to be the base of who you are. Yeah. I mean, and man. It's it's pretty nice knowing with me that it's God Almighty. It is. I can definitely see that. You know, I mean, I you know, I'm not sitting here with a what we'd call a squeaky clean kind of man. <laughs> um. But I am I am sitting here with a man that's honest, and you know I, I think you're you're ahead of me in school, maybe two years I don't know. Yeah, I think two. I, I have maybe problems. two. <laughs> but I think I got kicked back one year. <laughs> and uh, it took me five years to get through college too. Though. I was on the eight year plan. <laughs> oh, you were on the eight year plan. <laughs> For the first part. I kept going. I got the doctorate. <laughs> That's right. You did. Uh, well, I'm still in paid for it. <laughs> or maybe I haven't paid for the master's. I don't know. It's, I, oh. I still owe 50000 whatever that is. Oh. Um, that doesn't really matter. I'll, I'll pay it when I can. Yeah. Um, be, but overall, you know, I think it's important that people see real people that they haven't given up hope, man. And you've been through a shit ton of stuff. Man. That's true. I mean, yeah, sure. Sure. And, and you've seen people come, you've seen them go. And yet you still believe. I remember, you know, I, I remember you that you come in talking to me in some of my times of disbelief. And, and I think I've talked to you in a time to your disbelief. You know, sure. and, and, and you still talk and you still try to figure it out because we're not morons. Right, we 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 believe that's right in something that's real, and and um, and at the end of the day, we also realize that there's limitations. Like you're saying, we are not God. That's right. Uh, um, that's right. I just did my post. Yeah. My post yesterday. I said to everybody, I said, "Listen, this idea of making it. People talk about making it. You know, like yeah. oh, maybe one day you're going to make it. Well, hell, go look in the mirror. You're an image of God. How much more make it? Can you that's get? that's right." I mean, you know, like, that's right. I got to the point. You've made it. Yeah, you've made it. And, and that's it. it and when we're talking about right. playing music or being in business yes. or what, all that yeah. stuff, it doesn't really matter. That's right. It doesn't. That's it right. Doesn't matter, man. You know, yeah. So, 
Well, anyway, I thank you for doing this here interview. Folks at Vet Church, remember, question everything, think, use your minds, have fun, take care of one another, and, um, I mean, I can't think of anything else before we go here. Love you, brother. Love them. Yeah, because... Love your brothers and sisters. You for only, sure. You only get them for so long, man. That's right, man. That's true. Yep. Rick, thanks for doing this with me, man. I love you. Love you, <laughs> Love you, man. All right. I love all y'all, too. And um, can't wait to see you. All right. Thank you for joining us for this Vet Church interview. Your feedback is welcome. Find out more at VetChurch.com or RetiredArmyChaplain.com.